What's up, guys? Um, quick update. We are doing a giveaway on our YouTube channel. So if you head to youtube.com forward slash all I need skate, you can peep all I need skate second giveaway. And it's Derek Fukuhara. He's giving away his pro model board, his sushi board. Um, yeah. The rules are that you be subscribed to our YouTube channel, which is sick and will help us grow our channel. And two is leave a comment, letting Derek know what you'd put in a sushi roll. And uh, feel free to get crazy with that one. Maybe you put a little dog shit <laughs> or gummy bears. I don't know. Uh, just come up with a sick or funny or awesome uh, sushi combination and uh, leave a comment. And Derek will pick a winner on uh, at the end of the month, at the end of July on the 31st. We'll pick a winner by their comments and if they're subscribed. And then we'll send you his new pro model board for all I need. Um, we are also doing, well, we, me, I'm giving away stickers. If you are subscribed to this podcast on the iTunes store and then you rate and review it, take a screenshot of that and DM me those and uh, just show me that you did that. And I'll, and obviously send me your address and I'll fill an envelope up with a shit ton of stickers. I have stickers from fucking. Over a decade ago, but, you know, some of the brands, all I need stickers, obviously, world stickers. Um, it goes deeper, dude, some Gorilla Grip Tape ones. I got so much stuff in here, some Bill Danforth stickers. Um, yeah, so if you help grow the podcast by subscribing, rating, and reviewing on the iTunes store, just DM me a screenshot of your 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 um, remark, your review, and then I'll mail you a shit ton of stickers, probably like 7 to 10 stickers. I won't skim. I'll hook it up. Um, last thing is we're doing Kevin Clem is doing a giveaway on the world YouTube channel. So if you want a second chance at a board, head to youtube.com forward slash world industries and Kevin's giving away the Devilman board. And it's a similar thing. All you gotta do is subscribe to the World Industries YouTube channel and then leave a comment letting Kevin know what your favorite trick is. In two weeks Kevin will pick a winner and we'll send you the Devil Man board. So that's what we got going on. And uh, please check out allineedskate.com. And today's guest is the legendary Pat Smith. Uh, I met Pat a long time ago when I was real young. And uh, he was someone that I always, I always admired his skating. He skates super fast and with power and control. He just, you can tell he's skated a lot and he has his own style. And, uh, I like that he has opinions about shit, and he's a little outspoken as well. Uh, he makes for a very epic character, and I'm really hyped to uh, to know Pat. And it was rad catching up with him. Uh, enjoy. I just love the skating and the scene. Rain, rain, go away. All I need is a skateboard today. Board today. Board today. This is the Shetler Show featuring professional skateboarder, podcaster, and all-I-need-skate founder, Anthony Shetler. 
So everyone was, it was hot. Everyone was doing it. Yeah, they're looking for their dad's fucking metal skateboards in the garage. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Get on this thing. <laughs> Each episode brings you amazing discussions with interesting people from all walks of life. Kind of when skateboarding clicked for me and you learn some tricks or whatever and you get that appreciation from your peers, you know? The other skaters are like, holy shit, like, yeah, dude, that's rad. Admiration. Yeah, yeah the admiration or the, the affirmation. Real. Recognize real. If I didn't experience those crazy moments in my life, then these great moments would never be as great as they have been. Honestly, like for me, I just loved it. Like I saw those dudes, I saw those videos, and I was like, holy fuck, this is sick. Yeah. This is what I want to do. How you been, Pat? Uh, I have been excellent. <laughs> it's been a long been, time. Yeah. Well, you know, let's see. What have I been doing? I've been skateboarding and working. I don't do much different stuff. Yeah, no shit. What do you, where are you working? I work as a fabricator. And I'm a, that means like I build fake shit for stores, events, sometimes the uh, photo and video <coughs> shoots, stuff like that. Are you in the city? I am in New York City. How the fuck do you live in the city still? <laughs> what do you mean? I love it. <laughs> really? You love it? Good. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to leave a couple times. I went to Portland like twice, like a year each. It just drove me nuts. It was like the, the opposite of, of stuff to do. There's like nothing to do. Is that what is that what it is? You just have like you need to do shit constantly. Uh, well, it's just nice to have that option. You don't have to do stuff all the time, but it's nice to, you know, be able to. Like I got three skate parks within five blocks of me. Which you know? parks? Which parks? Uh, Cooper Park, which is newer. Uh, Blue Park, which is like a street spot thing, and then. McCarran Park that Nike rebuilt one no. last year. Yeah, last year. So it's like, if I'm busy, I can, I only, I don't have like an hour or two to skate. I can just run over there and like, not spend my time on a train or driving or something. Yeah, yeah, that's clutch. Who, who do you got with you, Pat? Uh, it's my buddy Duncan. He rides for Coda. Duncan Rolkin. Fuck yeah. Nice to meet you, Duncan. We're gonna Go over some board shapes and stuff for a new graphics that we got coming out. That's all. That's awesome. And I want to get into all that, but I think it would be better if we start at, at the very beginning as to how you got on a skateboard. Oh, the very beginning. Okay. Yeah. This air conditioning. Is that is that is that better? Yeah. All right. It's gonna get hot. We're gonna start sweating here. <laughs> gotta take our clothes off. Uh, <laughs> How did I start skateboarding? Uh, let's see. I think it was like four or five. My brother had a, a like an old metal Nash board in the seventies, a long time ago, and I remember just butt boarding down on it, getting my first scraped up knee, and then like somewhere around like twelve or something, I found that board again, and my neighbor found his brother's board. And we just started riding down the hills in, in our uh, neighborhood. 
It had these bank curves. So we thought we were like surfing them. <laughs> we thought we were the coolest. And then one day we're at a mall, like this new mall, and it had a surf shop. So I bought our first Thrasher. I think it had like guns on the cover or something. And my buddy bought bought like two Veriflex wheels and he had a hot rod. We started saving up our money, you know. We like looked through that Thrasher a million fucking times. Started trying to save up money mowing lawn to get first board. My first board was a Lucero with thunder trucks and like Alva Rocks or something. Nice. Hates like, on Hate. <laughs> oh, now. sick. Yeah. Skates on Hate, that's SF, right? Yeah, I think they're still around. Are you from New York originally? Where are you from? I am from uh, the East Coast, I guess. Good, uh, good. I like that. Maryland. Uh, my dad was in the Army, so we traveled around a lot. And my mom's family all immigrated to like Staten Island when I was a kid. So we'd move around a bunch, and all of our holidays and everything was... Summers were spent in Staten Island. Nice. Actually. So, not originally from New York, but it feels like home. Mountains. Yeah, you've been there for a long time. Yeah, I've been living on my own for over 20 years now. Nice. As an adult. <laughs> it's <Wonderful>. weird. <laughs> How old are you, Pat? I am going to be 45 next month. Fuck yeah, congrats, dude. You made it to 45. Good shit. I never thought I would. <laughs> There's a lot of people that didn't. <laughs> no, I went through a, a good bout of trying to not make it that long. And yeah. now, now I stopped drinking and partying. <laughs> Something bad's probably going to happen. Uh, yeah, I know. I feel that way sometimes, too. <laughs> You're right, like, I'm going to start taking care of my health. Start <laughs> vegetables or something. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. It seems like most life stories are tragic, so you like kind of expect a tragic ending, you know. <laughs> I think a lot of our heroes just were mine, you know, like they're like rock stars or like or skateboarders that just kind of like go nuts, and the skateboarders, you know, you don't get to see how they end as much yet. Yeah. That's changing, I hope, with this podcast. I really like doing this. I look at it like I'm collecting memories or, like, legacy or talking to people that have history and have dedicated their lives to skating. And everyone I get, I'm like, it's so cool to have, like, collection of stories and perspectives and ideas all from people, like, that actually put years of their life into skating, you know? Yeah. That's a good take on it, too, because, like, a lot of, like, the young guys, obviously, they're super stoked on it. It's so rad to see young kids uh, with all the energy and stuff but you know it's also rad to see the build like in our t- we had that text going back and forth with everybody else. anybody Steve's like does anybody even skate anymore on this thing it's like fuck yeah we all do you know like he's ripping you know yeah <laughs> like, every time something happens to that guy like what was it, like Lyme's disease and then broke his leg he's like gets better somehow he gets better afterwards like yeah yeah, that seems gnarly. He definitely takes it and makes himself better after. He just seems to. <laughs> like, oh, I've got to, I don't know what it is. I was trying, maybe we should ask him. I don't know if you, maybe you interviewed him or something. I did. He was on the show. Long time ago. I'd have to go back and listen to it. I do a podcast once a week, so I like, usually a new person for the most part. So like, I'd have to go back 
to listen to Gadalis again or follow up with them would be nice. Yeah, like, like what did he do? Like, start exercising? Yeah. Skating? Is it, like, exercise? And that's... Yeah. He works a lot. He was telling me how he lives real, like, much like you were saying, he lives really close to the skate park, a uh, ramp, so he can go get on it all the time, you know? And I'm pretty sure he's eating good and exercising well. It's hard to do that, because all the other fun shit is, like, smoking weed and drinking alcohol and, like, <laughs> a lot of good things have come from all that, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike did that. It's also, like, there's a lot of, uh, in my sobriety, I realize there's a lot of other shit that, to do. Yeah, yeah. At first, I was like, I don't know, how am I going to have fun? And like, oh, you can actually start skateboarding again for one. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. <laughs> yeah. What was the drink of choice? Uh, whiskey and cocaine. Did oh. you drink? <laughs> Whoa, gnarly. Wait, what? <laughs> whiskey and cocaine. Damn, gnarly. I've never done any cocaine. Is it crazy? I don't know. It's like, you know... I wouldn't recommend it, <laughs> but it's, it's like a, it's like a quick high, it's like landing like a, a trick, but then it just, like, it's not baits, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like a, landing a rad trick and getting hyped, like, ah, and then it's just, like, starts cost, but you're paying for the trick. Yeah. And for, like, physically, and it doesn't feel good, you're not, like, yeah. still getting something rad, you're like, I'm up at seven in the morning being a weirdo. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it seems like that drug, there's a big crash, because it fucking redlines you, right? Just, yeah, it's, it's not, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> I, uh... It seemed awesome when I was in Puerto Rico with Tato. <laughs> yeah, I'm sober now, too, right? Hey, That's what you're supposed to do in Puerto Rico. <laughs> at least you have that perspective now. You can say you have that. You can speak from it. Yeah. To me, it's a guessing game. But, I don't know. I like sugar. That's a fucking horrible drug. Probably kills more people than cocaine. I'd have to look that up, but, like, sugar's a gnarly one. I'll try to battle that one. Yeah, you don't, but you don't exactly read about, like, oh, like, some superstar died with powdered sugar and <laughs> all over <laughs> I know, I know. But you you will hear about, like, fucking 150, or, like, 200,000 people a year, like, dying of, like, obesity problems, you know? And it's, like, so subtle. So normal and accepted and subtle. Well, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably because there's a giant money, like, controlled money base behind. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I mean, it's all drugs. Everything's a fucking drug. Even entertainment's a drug. Like, as I'm getting older, I'm learning, like, moderation and balance and things. Like, trying to fig you know, trying to figure out how to balance, basically, the drugs that I like. And it's usually coffee, weed, skateboarding. Um, online bullshit too, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I gotta check my email. Like, oh, all of a sudden I've been on Instagram for twenty minutes. Oh yeah, you get lost, right? <laughs> what have you ever had any? I wanted to ask you this from the beginning. Have you been into any fights? Because I feel like Pat, like ever since I've known you, you've kind of been um, not a loud one. I wouldn't say you're always like loud, but you're. You say whatever the fuck's on your mind. And I kind of liked it. I was like, he's a dickhead, but, like, at least he's true, you know? Like, it's good. So, do you ever get in any fights? I've gotten in plenty of fights. I used to nice. get in more fights as a young man. Yeah. Well, like, to the point where, I guess, I think I got, I had, like, a ref 
and like the, the tough guys would come look for me. <laughs> oh fuck! You don't want that. <laughs> Suck, you know. It's like, I don't know. Just a bunch of racist rednecks in middle Maryland or something. Yeah. And, uh, there was like this whole little future farmers of America. No offense to farmers, but it was like a full-on gang. They had like hats and colors. And Whoa. Out and like, be like, okay, well you're the one black guy, so we're gonna. Pick a fight with you. <laughs> what is your ethnicity? Are you black? <laughs> no, I'm. Uh, my mom is Chinese and my dad is uh, white trash. Nice. <laughs> I grew up on a river in a shack in Florida. Sick. It was seriously a shack. Wait, in Florida? Yeah, on like the Swanee River. Yeah, that seems so sketchy. That seems sketchy. You're worried about fucking snakes? They got crocodiles and reptiles and shit that could eat you if you live in a shack right there. You live out in the middle of nowhere. Sketchy. <laughs> well, you're in good company. I'm from Trailer Parks and Projects, so it's, like, kind of the same, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, though. Has your mouth ever got you in trouble or you just get your way out? And where's that come from? Is that from your dad? Your mom, maybe? Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> no? This thing is... We're all born with some sort of, like, personality traits. You know, it's not all nurtured. Some of it's nature, and I didn't really grow up around too many people. Like, like moving around on army bases, I'd always, like, lose my friends, you know? Yeah. And then ended up in the woods and didn't... I didn't get socialized that well. <laughs> you know? You're you're kind of wild still. I like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I definitely tried to learn to tone it down, and I still just think out loud and stuff. But like, and uh, I don't know. I don't want to say like I regret being outspoken or whatever. Like to me, I'm, like, you know, half the time, I'm like I'm being funny, and I'm like laughing. And I look over, and everybody's like, that's fucked up, man. <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> but to me, I've just I learned to, like, tone it down a little bit and try to understand a little bit more of what society might deem appropriate. Then. <laughs> or, 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 like, just be nicer. I've learned to be a lot nicer, I think, and try to be a lot more positive. Like, if you think it's funny to complain all the time, like, that was part of my shtick. You know, it's like, I was just joking around half the time, or yeah, show a little more gratitude and be nice. I've been that. I've been that way. I was like cynical, and I had like a quick mouth on me when I was younger. So like, I would cut people off it was, like real quick, like, and then I would get it would get me in trouble. That's why I was asking as well. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if you're quick witted too, you know you can you can talk your way out of stuff and. <laughs> I mean, like, I've had just, but, like, some some people have personalities. It doesn't matter what you do. They just, like, for me, it's always, like, something will go wrong. and be like, you! And I'll be like, I didn't do shit, man. And I've learned to speak up in that way a lot more, too, where it's like, nah, man, you can go fuck yourself. I had nothing to do with that. Yeah, def defend yourself. That's hard. Most people are feel really uncomfortable when someone's, like, dominating them and they don't want to stand up for themselves. Yeah, and I've also learned to, you know, as part of that, like, yeah, that's me. Like, especially at work is like a good example. Like, so, you know, like, I didn't fuck that up. I'll fix it. Or be like, I did fuck that up. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, you know? Yeah. Or, 
or trying to fix it before anyone finds out. Really, it's a trick. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Probably, probably still working. Nobody knows. Got <laughs> <laughs> it. Uh, right. Best case scenario for sure. All right, so <laughs> I'll be fine. <laughs> so we saw we sidetracked a little, but I want to get back to like skating and sponsorship. So, yeah, I imagine how old were you when you started skating? Uh, like really, like thirteen, fourteen. Nice. Me too. I was 13. And, um, so you're just running with your homie. Where did, like, getting sponsored, where did that concept come in? I guess you saw magazines and stuff and saw dudes. Yeah, I, I don't think that was a real idea ever when, when we were kids. Because on the East Coast, no, like, nobody got sponsored. And if you did, it was, like, by your buddy's company. So yeah. it wasn't like, a real deal. You know, it was like this, you had this idea of, like, all these big brands, like, Back then, it was like Vision and and Santa Cruz and Schmidt Sticks and like, and then it'd be like your buddies, like uh, Rob Erickson starting Wheelie Company or something, right? And it, it it was an East Coast thing. It didn't seem like it was back then. It didn't seem like it was it counted. Yeah, I think it's because the perception they had all the media. They were, out in California it was like where they had all the magazines and all the videos and everything was like. There, so I feel like on the East Coast we were kind of watching them, and we were like building something, not realizing, you know. Yeah, and, and it's so rad too, because like when you don't have an idea of what you're, what the fuck you're doing, you're trying to emulate these people, and it's like, you know, you try to see a, <clears throat> you're like trying to see a sequence in a magazine, and it's like, like three frames, it's like a frame per minute sequence like some dude standing and all of a sudden the board's like crooked in the air and then he's landing again and it's like yeah that was like this trick and you're like that's how you do it what the f <laughs> <laughs> you didn't you had no idea what was going on yeah like you had never seen it in person so to just see 12 frames out of all the fucking possible frames that it takes to actually do it <laughs> I remember being confused and thinking tricks were different tricks because I didn't look at the sequence well enough and I just assumed it was something you know well, that's probably, like, you got so good. Like, oh, well, I think kids are just doing this. Like, doing this. I can do that. Yeah, at some point, you just, like, I don't know, you seem to turn it on, dude. You've done, I was just watching your parts before we did this, and I was like, dude, you've been shredding for so long, and fucking, you've done some gnarly shit on your board, my friend. Cheers. Well, you have too. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, you know, you hit like a certain wall where you feel like you can do anything on your board. And when I felt that way, like when I really felt that way, I tried to like do that as much as possible. Like the idea for me was like, I don't know if getting sponsored was the deal. I just wanted to actually like do like live the dream, you know, like do, get sponsored, but actually so you can afford to like just pay your time to skate. You know what I mean? Most people don't get a skate because they got to do other stuff. So like. For me, that's what sponsorship was. was like, all right, how do I figure out a way to buy some of my time so I can just indulge in skateboarding? Did you ever get that idea? I, like, I got, like, some, like, local sponsorship, you know, like, shop. Like, Rob hooked me up. Like, a local, like, uh, board company, 13 Colonies. Like, oh, nice. Arlie and, and uh, Kenny Hughes were on there, Brian Sieber. Yo, know, and Legends, they, Legends. You know, and then, but it just seemed, like I said, it just seemed like, back then it didn't seem legit. It was like, all right, shut, I think was their first iteration. It was like, that was the shit. And then, 
And then it'd have to be like a Cali thing, you know, and Shub was starting to make it like, oh, East Coast is legit, and like, this is real skateboarding, and you're like, oh, I can identify with that, I'm gonna ride my board on some crust. Yes. Like, and it was awesome, and like, coming out of the Vert era, like, too, for me, it was, you know, you see these Vert guys, but they're like, older guys, you know, they like, must have been like, two years older than you, but... They're the vert guys, and just wasn't accessible. It's like the vert ramp was like four hours away or something. Yeah, it looks too extreme almost. It did. And then I blew out my knee actually on a wheelie company trip. Gnarly. And that was when I was 22. When I got better, maybe it was like a Gadotti thing. Like, I was like, I'm going to see. I just want to see how far I can take it. Yeah. You know, like I'm going to get. I'm going to get healthy, and I'm just going to see what I can do with it. And this was, like, at 22, back then, you didn't get sponsored. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that was it. You're, it was over. And I was just like, I'm going to hang out and do what I do and see what happens. Yeah. I'm gonna move to, I moved to California for a little while. Like, I got on Deluxe and stuff for a little bit. And Hell yeah, that's sick. I I went out there as well, like, for some of my first trips. I went to SF and hung out with the Deluxe guys. What was that like? Was it cool? Did you feel intimidated, too, coming from the East Coast? Um, I don't know. I had been going out. I always traveled with my friends. And so, it, that never changed, and it still hasn't. It's, it's just, like, even when I was sponsored, like, Black Label Days, maybe, would be a good example. Be like, cool, like... Label Kills came out, and we got a van together to go to Chicago for the premiere. And I filled up the van before anybody flew into Chicago. (laughs) And they were bombed, you know? It was like Pat Martinez, Mike Knowles from D.C., Jonathan Maring. And, like, we just had a, like, I had, like, the media and the crew, and there was no room in the van. (laughs) And I was hyped. And they were like, oh, what the fuck? It's like, we're going to skate the whole time. You know, like half of Jason Adams' video part in the next video was filmed on that trip. Yes. But we just skated so much, you know. And the video had just come out and everybody was fired up. Yeah. But that's sort of like how it was. Like, oh, we're going to go on a trip? It'd be us. Like, all right, like, you know, back in the day, like Jake Rupp and Sean Mullendore or something like that. These guys have got bigger your sponsor, your sponsor, and your sponsor is going to give us a hundred bucks, and we're going to figure it out. Nice. That, can go. Yeah, that sounds like a fun trip. When the homies all get a little dough, come together, and go on a trip together, that sounds like the way to do it. Yeah, <laughs> and that's how it's always been. So, I, we're going out to SF and stuff, but I was never really that intimidated. Because like, people are always nice. Like, it's a weird... I always had an issue with it, but I also appreciate it. Like, if you're alright at skateboarding, if you're talented, most people go, oh, get cut you slack. Yeah. Not at anything. Like, oh, well, I mean, you're a fucking cocksucker, but hey, you can kickflip pretty good. <laughs> they can tell They can tell you focus on one thing intently, and it might make you stupid. <laughs> but it's also, skateboarding is this, like, I, anybody who skateboards knows. And anybody who doesn't skateboard looks at us from the out, looks from at us from the outside. And like, you guys are fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, true. Like you show up at a skate park anywhere or any, you run into other skateboarders. You're, it's like you're kind of family already. Yeah. And it's sick. Like I just went out to Greece 
a couple months ago by myself with no plan and just went found the park and was in. Damn. A fucking island riding, hidden a ride from a BMXer on the back of his motorbike with a BMX bike on there, like, and my skateboard dangling on the back and just, like, <laughs> through all these windy mountains. You know, just because it was, like, that community thing. Yeah, that's fucking sick. Dude, what made you pick Greece? I had, like, a, a free ticket from, like, a oversold flight or something. And I was kind of holding on to it because of a old relationship. So uh. I was hoping that would pan out, and it didn't. But, uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I had, like, 48 hours to pick a place. And I was like, Where's, where can I go with this ticket that's rad? that I want to go, that I've never been to. And Greece didn't disappoint. Uh, I mean, the whole trip was amazing for me because it was like the solo mission. I didn't have any plan. Like, I had one hotel for when I got there, and that was all I planned. You're gnarly, dude. <laughs> went there for a week and just went with it, you know? And it's nice being a little bit older, having a little more money that I made, you know? Yeah, you don't have to, like, slum it. You can just go and enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not worried about, like, oh, shit. Where am I going to stay? It's like, ah, well, I'll just get a hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> I have, a, cre- I have a credit card. I can do that. <laughs> I don't have a credit card. Oh, never mind then. I have the means, though. <laughs> well, how'd you get introduced to Steve? What was the beginning there? Because we have connections through Fiberro, Or, I guess, I probably just had from watching you skating in, in videos and magazines. But I think we met through Fiberro. Yeah, we definitely did. You, were, you and Brandon were tiny. Yeah, right. <laughs> you guys were like little kids. It was rad. They were like the new blood up. Uh, I can't exactly remember. I was in SF, actually, when I got on Fiber. Oh, nice. I don't... Oh, I think it was Ben Wall. Like, I had come back for a visit, and I just remember skating with all the Fiber guys in the Ben Wall era. Yeah. And ben Wall and I were like, and Steve were... Turn the jump ramp upside down or something. We're doing wall rides, like off one and like I don't know, some weird situation. Just having a blast and just kind of stayed in touch and just like over the industry side of of deluxe. Yeah. No offense to them, they they were always nice to me, and then they kicked me off for going to Tampa Amp, which was really weird. Why would they kick you off for that? You're going there. That's good. Guys, like all but one. <laughs> I went on my own dime. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, that's like some weird politics. Plus, probably like, you know, we were talking about my attitude earlier. there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm not, I'm my own man. I don't, I'm not going to play by your rules. And like, that doesn't always fly with people. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, so like, especially with, like, when you, Deluxe has, is a family structure, sort of. Yeah. I'm gonna go, I'm like, I'm doing my own thing. And then, you know, somewhere, then I moved back to New York from SF and it was like on with Fibro for a while, you know, to the point where I pursued another opportunity when that, with Blacklight, when, when that didn't pan out once again because of my attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, your attitude this time though? You just weren't into it? Oh, well, Black Label, like, didn't pan out because they, they were giving us, like, photo incentives and all this shit. Yeah. 
and I think they spent a lot of budget on on the video. And but they were like one of the top selling board brands at the time. But it, so what happened was, hey man, you cut our photo incentives. Can we get extra product? No. Can we? You know? Can you? It got down to like you're not gonna get anything if you wear a logo. It's like how about a phone call saying thanks? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so John goes, no offense, John. I've since talked to him. But he was like, I don't have time for that shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Now we're you're not even gonna be my buddy. It's like. I just laid into him. <laughs> it's like, fuck you, I'm an adult, I live in New York, I need to pay my bills. Yeah, yeah. It's a weird line. It's a weird line. when That's a weird meeting place to meet at. <laughs> you know what I mean? They kicked me off and turned everybody else pro. Fuck you, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I think good for them. Yeah. Good for all those guys, they deserved it. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I mean, that's a good one to 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 turn pro is a rad feeling. And you had it as well, so... <laughs> Um, and then, you know, so, I don't know, and then I was back on Fibro, and it's always, even today, it still feels like following everybody that I know through that, and, through, like, running in Nardelli here and there, and running the Steve, I just saw him the other night, it was, you know, it's rad, it's still such an important part. Yeah, Steve, Steve has always been, like, one of those people that, um, has been rock solid, with, like, his personality, his approach, his language. His drive, like, he's that dude, you know? I feel like he's a, he did a good thing for a lot of people. Guy crushes. Like, say, like, even with, like, Seamus and you guys going to, like, Birdhouse. Like, he helped line that up, I feel like. You know? Yeah, I mean, he, he he always definitely, there was open communication, so everyone talked to each other, you know? Yeah, like, he'd, he'd help you out to get you where you need to be. Yeah. Like, never, like, selfish about it. Yeah. And it's kind of rare. You've, it's hard to find someone like that. <laughs> like, I'm sh- he's gotten us all, like, jobs, and, you know, one way or another, and, like, would always hook up sponsors with, for people and that deserved it. Yeah, it's always... You don't see that much. Yeah, and he had a really strong handshake that pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> He'd squeeze the shit out of my hand. I'm like, son of a bitch. And he would grab my neck, too, when I was little, and I'd be pissing him off. He'd, like, grab me by the neck and, like, squeeze me down and, like, let me know that I'm pissing him off. <laughs> He'd always you know, it's like, he does this thing where, you know, like, to try to intimidate people, like, it's like that Trump handshake or something, and, like, <laughs> Put his hand on your shoulder to kind of grip you a little bit. Yeah, it gives you a little manhandle, lets you know he's next to you and how big he is. You're like, oh, God. <laughs> I never want to fight Steve. That's like the ongoing joke. <laughs> I remember back then, it was, so it was like Steve, Pang, and uh, the, maybe like Ryan Kingman or something. Like, all a bunch of badass dudes and trying to let them all the or something, because, <laughs> like, Pang went to, like, Shaolin, to Kung Fu, and all this stuff, and Steve did, too, and, like... Oh, fuck. <laughs> been awesome. Yeah, they know all about leverage and how to hold you down, I'm sure. I'm not fucking with them. I can't do none of that shit. <laughs> have you Have you ever won a... a ran, completely random question, but have you ever won a contest? A skateboard contest? I've... Uh, Hold on one second. Alright, no worries. I feel like he I feel like Pat's done good in Tampa contests. I may be wrong about that. Yo, check this out. What? <laughs> Reject skate first. Okay. 
Wow, dude, you fucking got it. 89, bro. Look at that shape on that thing. Dude, 15 and over, that's sick. <laughs> it's not even, like, routed on, or sanded on the sides, like somebody jigged this out. Yeah. Yeah, that thing's not even, like, it's barely a board. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, when I did the pro contest, I feel like I'd always get 11th place. Nice. That is a tough positioning, though. But 11th is pretty good, but... <laughs> but I think every pro contest I entered, which was all, like, three or four of them, would be like, 11th place would be like, God damn it! Almost won money! <laughs> yeah, the money would be nice, right? <laughs> I got... I won money in Europe, and I won money in, uh, at, like, Marseille. I won money just for showing up at the Gravity Games. Wait, why'd you get money just for showing up? They just gave it away? You're whatever, man. <laughs> Blew me out. I was balling at that time. 500 bucks? <laughs> That's sick. <laughs> you know, like, you know, it, you know, like, at that time, there's like a moment in time when you're young and you're like, I got 500 bucks for doing jack shit, for skateboarding. Okay. Yeah, it feels like it's free. That's why so many dudes, when they get the money, they don't realize like they have to pay taxes and shit, and they're young and they're getting money. <laughs> Plus, it's like, okay, like really, what? Is, what would five hundred? Five hundred bucks will do shit. <laughs> no, not if you have to pay for anything to live. <laughs> might cover my internet bill. Yeah. My bill. That's about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Well, let's, let's move forward then. What are you doing nowadays? You have your own brand? I have my own brand called Coda Skateboards. When did you start Coda? Uh, like 14 years ago. Holy shit, sick. I know I know it's been a while. Damn. Yeah, and it just started like that. How did it come to be? I was just fucking bored and wanted to make something. Nice. And I had a bunch of friends that owned skate shops and sold some. And like, oh, let's make more stuff. And then sold to more shops, and then some couple guys were like, oh, I want to ride for your company. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then, like, I don't know, I've been trying to run it out of business for 14 years. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like, every year it gets a little bit better, and, like, you know, it's been around long enough that the crews have evolved and changed, and it's rad to see the dynamic. And, like, right now we got a really fun group of guys that are really diverse. Yeah, it's sick to have some, like, um, that time span, because you have history, so 14 years. That's something about Fibro, that he had, they did chapters of teams, like you kind of were saying earlier, there was different versions of Fibro, you know? It's cool to have that, for, as a brand, to have that history. Yeah, right now it's nice, because it's like, at first it was kind of like, alright, here's our team, and it was set, and now it's like, we're at a point where it's like, oh, it's... Sort of set, but it's a let's. It's evolving on its own. Yeah, you know what I mean. So there's like, hopefully somewhere out there, people like recognize like these guys are part of our Coda guys, and the, like also like oh who's this new guy? Like, oh, then they're just in circulation, like part of the group. Yeah, I imagine the more content, or if you put out a lot of content online, and you guys are all together, then it's like people will start to see it, you know? Yeah, and we've always been. I, like when I was talking about like traveling around with all my friends, that's how we do it too. Like, yeah. Like now, it's like, oh, like we're going to do this, like a Coda trip to North Carolina. And next thing you know, there's like 
dicks and other guys going with us that <laughs> are just our friends, you know? Yeah. Dick, let's do it. That's rash. It gets heavy. That's good. When you get a lot of people, you get a lot of people that are willing to shred and get a lot of clips. We were just in North Carolina. It was, it was like one of those days. Like, oh, well, we'll just stop by the the DIY spot and meet everybody. Next year, like three hours later, everybody's flying around, ripping. Sick. No, like just because everybody's feeding off each other. Yeah, dude. If you come like a swarm like that too, it's just gonna, it's gonna be contagious for sure. If dudes yeah. are like first time at the park and everyone's like, "Oh, look at this," you just start to like want to get in, you know? <laughs> so so much fun. That was a really fun trip, actually. That's rad. How, how do you handle? I don't know how you structured or look at like having a brand and do you, I imagine you're a jack of all trades. Like you're probably helping with everything to run it. Is that that's a question? <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I'm not doing anything, but the reality is, without everybody's help, whether it's just their opinion yeah. or or their energy, all the way to like Dylan Goldberger doing a lot of our art and driving that direction and getting his artist friends that you know, skate or whatever. Like everybody, everybody that we try to do business with skates, you know. So if they're an artist. They, they have to skate. If, if it's a manufacturer, like our shirt printer or our board manufacturer, try, they skate also. Yeah. Who's going to get our money is skateboarding. So, but like, yeah, I don't do everything and there's no way I could. Yeah. But like definitely touch base with everybody about what they're doing and, and what we're trying to do. You know, like, that inspires me more. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like that. It takes a bunch of people to come together, a bunch of skateboarders, hopefully. I like how you're saying you vote with your money, or the, you give your money to the people that live it, love it, and are doing it. Because it's so funny, like, our gen- like my generation, maybe I feel like people got sponsored, and that was, like, their thing, and then, you know, um, they didn't vote with their dollars. Like, I don't know. People didn't pay for the, the shit for a long time. I don't know. And skateboarders used to think, like, like, coming up, they used to be like, oh, I'm just a skateboarder. I was always like, what do you mean you're just a fucking skateboarder? Like, you still gotta, like, grow up and get skills and do shit, you know what I mean? So it's nice if you can find people to work with like that, you know what I mean? Well, I, I think that the, part of it is trying to have everybody involved with the brand have some ownership of what they're doing. Yeah. Like, you know, like, the older guys right now, like, the ones that have more time on the company are the ones that get to say, I want this guy on the team. Like, okay. What? You know? Yeah. So yeah like start giving this, somebody else new boards and that's kind of how that, the team is evolving. And then, or like, hey, check out these graphics or this ad or like, help me pick a shape or what kind of shapes do you guys want to ride? Or, you know, I think that that allows the guys on the team feel like they're actually a part of something that's what that's the intent you know and they are a part of something I don't do it I don't fucking make any money off this shit (laughs) you know it's like a huge use of my resources like whether it's time or money but I love it because like I don't know it's an opportunity to give back like I got a bunch of free shit and had a lot of opportunities in skateboarding it's like Somebody's, you know, a younger guy, like, oh, 
Panette and like low carb or something's huge to them. You know, it's awesome. Or like, like now once in a while we can pay for some of these guys' plane tickets or something. Yeah. We're tiny. Like that's rad. that's a good feeling. Like one guy, one of the guys on the team went through some shit once, like bad breakup. It's like, hey, go film, go film a video part and get your mind up. Like dumb shit. And like, you know, I feel like those kinds of things help steer people a little bit in a way that, you know, not that are a little bit more than just, you know, hey, go ride a skateboard, give me a photo. Yeah. Though is some of that, but it'll be like. There has to be someone that, like, it's nice to be, to have a skate scene in a skate community and be able to help each other and go on trips together and create art together and work with all these people that love the, that's like the whole thing, dude, is like, there are people that live and love skateboarding. If you get, if we all just like figured out some hustles and work together, we could do it, you know? You, form, you can form industry. It's weird. I always look at California, I'm like, they've had industry for so long on the East Coast, I'm, I feel like the excuse was the weather and that we're so fragmented, but I don't know. We have technology now, so if skateboarders everywhere are doing epic shit and, like, building epic skate shit together, everyone can work together and grow, like, a skate community, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, it's good to know you're doing it, though. Sorry to cut you off. It's good to know that that's what you're doing is you're building tradition and a brand and you're everyone's a part of it and it's not, you know, it's ownership of everyone having a piece of skateboarding. If skateboarders don't own skateboarding, then we already see what happens, you know? Like, they, then you get all these weird ads where they're trying to act like they know what they're talking about and sell you a product and, like, it gets really weird. <laughs> and, like, no offense to, well, yeah, I'm totally full offense to Nike, but, you know, I have a lot of friends employed by them yeah. and stuff. made money off of them as well, but, like, they like modifying and turning it into a sport, something that's not for sale, sort of, you know. And we and anybody who's for sale like, gets bought and sold and spit out. And you know, where are they? Yeah, I don't know. Like, it doesn't leave like a lasting impression to me, at least. Or where's their industry? <laughs> My whole thing about rollerblading is I don't think they own their industry. I bet some dude just patent rollerblades, and then, I don't know, I remember there were rollerblade shops, like, for dudes that were trying to get serious, <laughs> but I have a feeling that none of them, like, grew up and, like, started a rollerblade shop and learned how to run a business and then kept it going and going. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm, if they're If they're out there, let me know. <laughs> I also feel like rollerblading is, like, checkers, and, like, skateboarding is more like chess, where, like, the book of checkers, all the moves have been, that are possible have been played. Yeah. So... That game died when that happened. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, I get stoked when I see people rollerblading now. Because <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're fucking hardcore. That it, is not cool. It's better than the fucking scooters. <laughs> like, that is not cool. Like, you're, if you're still doing it, you're probably, like, my age. It's like, fucking bread. <laughs> All right, man. Get it. Yo, yo, Pat. Let me hold that wax. Though. <laughs> but, it, yeah, yeah, skateboarding seems like infinite, right? Like, it's like you can, the way we ride either an obstacle or try to invent tricks or just go bigger with tricks, like, seems infinite. Like, even if all you do is do frontside scratch grinds and pools, like, there's always new pools, there's always new yeah. ways things is always like you know somebody will bet a trip whoa you know 
Yeah, I agree. I feel like skating, well, you don't have the handlebars, so your arms are free. It's like the most free art form. It's you and then, like, an object, and you got to manipulate the object, and then you can use your surroundings, you know? Like, like scooters, they have to have that little 12-year-old girl position because that's where it started, and you have to, like, push like that and look all weird. And it's like, you're already restricted in style-wise. And then rollerblading is kind of crazy because it looks too much like Spider-Man. There's actually a dude in Taunton that dresses up like Deadpool, and he films a bunch of shit, and I, I like all of it. I even repost some of it. Because I'm like, dude, it's not cool, first of all, he said. And then he's dressed up like a character. I fucking love it. <laughs> seen it dude it's probably gnarly <laughs> well I, would, I don't want to say we but like, my buddy Zeno was skating this handrail and this kid comes the little kid comes out of nowhere like this board over like winging his, grabbing his nose winging his board over his head and flailing it onto a handrail <laughs> you're like do you know how to skateboard <laughs> I was like Zeno was like front people in this kinked rail and it's like alright that's pretty rad but that this kid just like interpreted skateboarding his own way and like and was in the sesh with, with him like alright yeah I'll, I can skate this handrail that like being older like we are that we can see like yeah young people how they interpret it they love no complies as well that's one that gets like when the tricks go viral and then everyone's doing it or like when a dress like the way people dress go viral and it becomes a thing like holy shit that's like an extreme but i agree there's so many like like you know we, we, uh, we tried to do as many tricks as we could i bet you probably invented some tricks somehow along the way that like whatever and then like but nowadays, it's like, people are just doing crazy shit that I never even thought of. Like, you don't even, they're not even ollie in. They're just, like, running with their board and shit. <laughs> like, parkour and the skating, too. <laughs> There's one dude that I, I follow, where is he, out in Seattle, that Luke Elliott kid? Oh, yeah. He does some weird, interesting shit with his skateboard, where he's not, like, <laughs> and it's not entirely that he's, like, riding a skateboard the whole time. It's really interesting. Yeah. And, like, Ronnie Mullen had talked about, like, he, what he liked about skateboarding and how he saw it, it was like it wasn't about riding stuff at all it was about like how like riding the side of your, his skateboard and riding like standing on the trucks and standing on the wheels and like doing all this non standard stuff it wasn't even about riding the skateboard anymore it was about like manipulating it and, like landing on it was, yeah oh like you know you and I maybe would talk about street skating in, in this way, like, oh, ride the obstacle. What can you, what can you make your do board do while, you know, grinding a rail or going down some stairs or hitting a bank or something? 
you know, and then like, oh, the, these comments, but these guys are like thinking way out of the box, like, that's sick. I don't know, that's another possibility. Yeah, it's nice, it's nice. It got weird in skating for a while, too, where it got, like, people were, like, policing style and making people dress a certain way and shit like that. I I like that skating, like, eased up a little bit. Like, it, it's weird. Once again, I say skateboarders should own skateboarding, but you shouldn't own it so much that you're a fucking, like, dickhead and you don't let other people express themselves. It's so weird, like... You, you've you seen this. Being that we've been skating for so long, we've actually watched skateboarding infect a culture. Like, it's went on TV in our generation. Like, we watched every type of person. Even BA just came out, and that was like a... It was a weird pol- political identity, weird thing going on with, like, a gay skateboarder. It's like, um... Skateboarding has definitely affected the culture, but that means you get everybody. That means the dude that rides the unicycle might want to skateboard, you know, or the guy that... Or the girl, or the transgender dude, or... <laughs> I mean, we were at uh, House of Bands, I ran into Brian there, like, for the anti-hero video. It was sick, man. There was a whole crew of girl skaters. Like, I, and it was also, so it was like a party event thing. And, like, all the young guys, like, got the shirt, kind of rip around, show off, you know, get the <laughs> girls. And then there was, like, this whole crew of girls, and I was checking them out, and I felt like, they were kind of doing the same thing. They're like, I'm going to rip and try to get some, get some action out of it. You know? <laughs> That's <And> sick. <laughs> you know? I don't know. It's just, I kind of really like where skateboarding is opened up. Yeah, because for a while, dude, people would make fun. Like, dude, for sure, girl skaters, like, we have so many now, and it's totally casual and chill. But, like, it started as a boys club, it seemed. You know what I mean? But then again... Maybe that's just street skating, because back in the day, like, Lifetime magazine had photos of girls doing, like, handstands and, like, cruising by the beach and stuff, skating. Have you ever seen any of that stuff? Yeah, I think I might get in trouble for saying this, but I, I think what it is is, like, you know, we had, like, Alyssa Steamer. So good. One of them first legit street girl skaters, right, that I know of. Yeah, nobody thought of her, in, that I knew of, nobody thought of her as a girl skater. Yeah. Like, she just... There's somebody who ripped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, and and now there's, you know, and then they kind of like, I feel like that opened the door for a lot of girls. But then I, I feel like, you know, they just wanted to be like, kind of, like, wanted to skate, but weren't catching up with skateboarding. Sort of. Like, and they have like these weird industries and then wonder why like they're, like, they're, Female-specific brands weren't doing well because they only could market to, like, four girls street skaters or something. You know, like, now it's, like, blown wide open where these girls are ripping, like, some, you know, some women that are... There's a lot of girls that are better than me. I couldn't say that. I couldn't say that before. Now there's, like, a lot of girls. That's when I was, like, either I'm getting old or girls are getting better, which might be both. I, I think that they, you know, kind of went over this, like, le- like beginning steps of, like, trying to find their way a little bit. Now they're like, well, fuck it. We're just going to do our thing. Yeah. And then thing is, like, le- like, a le- like in skateboarding as opposed to, like, oh, I want to skateboard, but we want to do our thing sort of separate from it. It's like, oh, like, we want to be skateboarders in, in, this, in that grander scheme. You know, like, like sort of embody that attitude. And it's like, and that just oh blew open the door. Like we're just gonna take this over and run with it and do our own thing. Yeah. And t- interpret it how we want, and like then that allows them to. 
instead of like competing against the guy, and then also yeah. their skill level steps up. And, like this whole, it's it's really interesting. I, you know, it's like a whole scene. It's great. I love it. It's good. It's good, and and I completely agree. They have to. Instead of chasing the boys, they have to. They had to internalize it and then fully just do it. And enough girls had to get into it that they could have a little history and a little like momentum going. It's really hard. Cause, but it's sick that it's like Alyssa Steamer and whatever girls that really stuck with it and kept going. Like it's cool that it's spread. You know, like that's what it takes in anything. You know, for me, skateboarding. I know it sounds trivial and stupid because we're talking about skateboarding, but for me, skateboarding is like it saved my life. Like for a lot of us, I know, and. uh that's like it means all the world all that history all those video parts you guys did all those photos everything even like looking at you skating in videos and shit i was like it gave me fire to keep doing it and skating is giving me nothing but like friendship and even my lady i met through skating the house i'm sitting in like it's all from relationships like i'm sure you can relate it's like yeah it's a big deal it's a big fucking deal <laughs> all these other uh less tangible aspects it's like the way you look at the world you know, the way you treat other people, the way you, you know, the way you, the music you listen to, the art that you like, like, fuck, like, if I didn't have skateboarding, I don't know what I did, like, maybe I'd be more, like, my brother, my brother's not into music, he's not into art, he's not into, like, he doesn't he go to a city and go, oh, man, this architecture is awful, like, you know, like, he, you know, and then, like, and even from that, like, I trip out, my friends trip out on, like, these weird social economic things and how that intertwines with skateboarding and how, you know, there's, skateboarding does, isn't, at least right now, still is, like, really accessible to everybody. Like, maybe more so. Like, the parks everywhere. Which is also weird because now there's more DIY spots in everywhere because it's, like, Fuck your skate park! I want, like you guys blew it, you know. Like hey, town council, you blew it. I'm gonna build it myself. Dude, a lot of the skate parks around me, they were shitty prefab ones and then people turn them into DIYs. They just build them better, like on top of them. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's how, like, Groton, right? Exactly, yeah. It's I, mean, like, then that, I mean, then that turns into its own industry. Dude, yeah. it's like, <laughs> Sloppy Sam ends up with a company in Pop Rock, you know? Yeah. Pop Rockies, the parks are so good. Those parks are so fucking good. I've been skating. Team Pain too crushes. I went to Florida and skated a shit ton of their parks. Fucking so good as well. And that's even rad too. Like now you have all these skate park builders and these guys that came from skateboarding. Like each one has its own style and aesthetic. Yeah. You know, hockey stuff is like he builds some crazy shit, and it's really non-standard, and it all works. It's all great. You know, and then, like, somebody like Spawn Ranch, really cookie-cutter. But that also works, you know? Like, now that they're getting better at it, like... Yeah. It's like, oh, like, maybe it's... You know, you could see it opening the door for some of these kids for Street League style, but, like, whatever. Like, yeah. Build another Rad Park or something. You know, Team Pain. Like, and then you got, like, the Grindline guys building monstrosities, and it's like, that's Rad, too. <laughs> yeah. Right? How do you feel about, like, um... How do you feel about, like, it being so ingrained in the culture that what if the mainstream corporate people take it, like, the Olympics, right? Isn't that what's going to happen is they're going to take, like, a version of skating and it's going to get crazy? I feel like it's already happened, kind of. We're just chilling that. How do you feel about any of that craziness? Do you give a fuck? <laughs> I don't know. I can probably find a way to complain and bitch about it, but, yeah. uh, like, at the end of the day, it's, 
it's up to it's up to the skateboarding population. It's not up to me. I quit. Exactly. There, if people want to buy into it and they like it, it's cool. Like at the end of the day, skateboarding for me is skateboarding. I skateboard with my friends. You know, and that that idea also feeds into why I want to do this company. It's like I want to try to do something that's anti corporate stuff. Yeah. And it's sometimes hard because sometimes you make mistakes and you're like, oh, that's why these corp like companies run it the way they do. But like I feel like they spend a lot of money. I think that needs to be for the skater owned brands like a fundamental shift in the way business is done. Like and Nike knows that. Nike's starting to like try to take our small business market. Small brand market and they, oh well like numbers or like even like some rad companies like Polar it's like that's commerce money yeah it's you know, um be when commerce is like what going out of business again yeah I mean you, you're talking to the guy who names it I name my brand all I need so they're gonna have to if they're competing with me it's like fucking we're just talking about it's your life it's like the weird thing is like they're not flex. I don't know if they're as flexible as someone who actually loves it, because that's what happens in skateboarding. It seems like these people that come in it when it becomes about numbers and uh, growth and stuff like that, and it's just people that don't skate are going to shut down the programs. Like I've been kicked off. Teams have just shut down and been like, "We can't pay you. Your livelihood's gone." Like because they don't care. Like they don't actually skate. So all those trips in the van, all the culture, the art, everything that we love, and these interviews, and like they don't give a fuck. Like, they just pulled it, if the numbers don't add up, you know what I mean? Like, that's a, it makes sense, you know? It's like, imagine if you started a scooter company, Pat, because you're like, oh, I want to make a billion dollars, and you probably would. And, uh, but, like, if times got tough and that billion dollars fucking went away, you're selling that shit or doing whatever you gotta do. You don't give a fuck about scooters. Right? Like, I don't think, and I'm gonna include you on this, but I, I don't think that we have brands because we, like, have some sort of false idea that it's going to be like a billion dollar company or something. It's like, hey, it's an expression of what we love and like your vision of skateboarding and what you want to do. And like, even in a selfish way from like a way to keep in touch with it. You yeah. Know? Like I know for me, that's a huge part of doing Coda is like for me to stay in touch and involved because I love it. Like, yeah. I, it's not like, oh, a justification to give myself three boards a year or something like that doesn't make any sense you know it's like to give these like to go go to the skate park and go to the skate spot and be like oh, that is rad like somebody's doing some rad trick or high energy session like okay cool I'm gonna do a scratch grind on this quarter pipe because I'm fired up nice you know? <laughs> or I find myself trying to do some trick I haven't done in ten years because yeah. I'm stoked, you know. So, yeah. and then you try to, just feeding into the energy and feeding off of it. But what these, and that's the love of it. Whereas the companies are just that. They're companies. Yeah. They're going, and, uh, like, shouldn't you be at Agenda? Is that over? Like, what the fuck is Agenda? Like, how much does it cost to have a booth? Like, that $3,000 that you're trying to justify for sales or, you know, however much a booth is and dealing with like union people setting up your booth trade show booths like, uh, like what is that you know like where could that money be spent like, I feel like that money could be spent building a DIY project 
or nice. sending your crew on on a rat skate trip, or you know, or like fuck it, like buying. If you got that kind of money, get your guys health insurance. Yeah, like actually help them. Yeah, <laughs> give them health insurance. Health insurance is one of the most important things. Yeah, and hire them on accounting. How about that? If they're actually making money. Yeah. Right. Right. That one, like that would have helped. Yeah, that would have helped a lot of people. There's a loss, a lot of soldiers that were lost to the accountant fucking demons. Fuck. And, you know, I don't know. That's uh, I've had a lot of bad opportunities. I don't want to be too critical, but, but you know, I feel like there needs to be a fundamental shift in the business of skateboarding. Like, and it's right, like shops becoming their own brands is sick because that empowers the shops, and they're the front, like, they're the soldiers at the front of the line like, with skateboarding in the community, you know? As, as long as they're the spark. See, that's the thing. It's like, you can't buy the spark, you know what I mean? Like, you either have it or you don't have it, you know what I mean? You have it. I definitely have it. A lot of people I know love skating around me, they have it. But those events and that industry and all that doesn't live without those sparks, like, the people that love skating. Like, those are the people that should own the shops and, like, be able to, like, keep the spark, turn into a fucking fire, you know what I mean? Like, that'd be nice. <laughs> I mean, it's weird. Like, say, like, Street League, right? It's pooch. And there's so much money that goes into it and comes out of it. But how actually goes into, you know, and then... That's like, it seems like a contest is... Sorry to cut you off, but it seems like a contest, that type of contest... That's like a profit. That's a business. It's a business, right? They're putting on a show, and it's a business, right? Yeah. I mean, and, you know, in the short term, it doesn't go directly back to skateboarding. But what's the positive of it? Like, more people see it at a really high level. And then, you know, that's a net positive because it get more kid, more exposure. You know, I hate to see skateboarding be a, uh, a spectator sport, though. I've never gotten that, you know, like, oh, I love football. Like, oh, you mean, you play all the time. No, I go to the bar and watch it on Sunday. Yeah, yeah that's, I never, I never thought of the correct way to coin that, but spectator sport is perfect. You know, like, yeah. skateboarding is, is, I love watching skateboarding, but not, not being, you know, I would hate to sit there and, have to stand outside the fence at a skate park and be like, this is really fun to watch. I can't go skate, though. You know what I mean? Like, I, I want to, that's the whole point of watching. Like, oh, sick. Like, that's a rad video part. The rad video parts make you want to do what? Go skate. Not like, cool, uh, that was, I don't want to do any of this stuff. <laughs> like, oh, you know, that kid's really good, but I don't want to, it doesn't make me want to skate at all. Yeah, that would be a horrible thing. If you, like, watch someone part and it made you just want to, like, sit in your room and cry, you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> no, I agree, dude. I agree. And skating, that's the truth, too, is, like, whenever I see my homies that I haven't seen in a long time, if I skate with them and I can tell they've been skating, I usually, they're usually doing pretty good in their life. Because they're skating, you know? Like, you, you have to find time to skate. You have to make time to skate. You have to... And it's like, get, you get your heart going, you know, just rolling around. You, most people, not most people, I don't I don't know how many people, but it seems like a lot of people work jobs that they don't care about, their time's bought up, they have bad diet, 
and they might be alone, or they're with someone who's enabling them in the same situation, and I've been that person, you know, at times, so, I don't know, I'm just, thank God we have skateboarding, because to me, it's like the little things, and it's just, you get to go take a little bit of your time back, go roll around, it's like, that's fucking so stress-relieving, it's, it's unbelievable, I know you can relate, <laughs> that's probably why you did some, you drank a lot, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> well, that, I mean, that's a good, that, like, that, in my sobriety, that's like one of that's something I can always measure it off. Like, I'm skating. I can go out and not feel like a complete idiot on a skateboard. And work might get me caught up for like two weeks straight and not be able to skate or something. Like, at all. Yeah. You're probably but chomping I, at the bit, though, when you think about it again. You're like, fuck, I haven't skated in that. What? I'm sure. But I, I'm healthier because I can go stand on a board and I can still do some basics and then get loose and get to a point where I can maybe you know, have a little, little more creative fun with it, you know, and so in that way, I can totally relate to what you're saying. If you see your buddies you haven't seen in a while and they're skateboarding, you know they're doing all right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Skateboarding. If homeboys, like we know a lot of people, they feel like drugs and alcohol kind of go hand in hand with skateboarding a little bit. It does. There's neuroticism in skateboarding to, like, want to keep doing the fucking thing until you find a way to solve that problem, like, whatever, if it's a trick or a line or whatever. There's something neurotic about it. Average people look at it and they're like, why do they want to keep doing that? <laughs> well, there's, like, this, like, high, too, you know? And, like, and this, like, and when you get in the zone and you're just, like, there's nothing else in the world, right? You know, like, there's, there's ways to sort of, like, turn that out with, like, drugs and alcohol. I mean, it's fake, but it's like, rat, you know? Yeah. The easy escape. Plus, it's like, we you don't get to be a good skateboarder based on, like, this idea of fear and being, being this, like, you're, that you're indestructible is what it's like. Fucking, I can do whatever. I can do all the drugs. I can do all the drinking. Like, I, nothing's ever going to happen, right? Yeah. So, that, I mean, it's rad, too. Some, some people get... You know, I definitely went south with it a little bit, but, you know, now I still, but like you're saying, I'm skateboarding. It's a good thing. Yeah, for real, for real. Because, like, seems like everyone has to work a lot more than they'd like these days, you know what I mean? And not a lot of people are working on things they love all the time, so, like, when you actually get to go skate, it's fucking genius. It's really, yeah. really good. Um, yeah, I was going to say... Um, Oh, what was I going to talk about? There was something earlier I want to talk about. It'll come back to me, but never mind, never mind. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been, what I've been doing lately that I really enjoy is, uh, I've been filming, uh, vlogs, basically. Video vlogs. I don't know if you have a YouTube channel. Um, do For, we have a YouTube channel? I think we do, but I haven't posted anything to it in a while. Nice. Well, what I like about YouTube is, um... If you know how to get royalty-free music and you know how to film and edit, you can put it on there and you can count the pennies that come in from, you know, the views. It might not be much. It might not be much until you build your channel up, but it's sitting there until it gets over the threshold and then you can get it. Um, and I really like it because it's like collecting memories. I have this, like, GoPro on a, on a um, Karma Grip stabilizer. It stables the camera. And I go out with my dudes and I'll just film and we'll pass that thing around. And then, like, almost every session I just have all these. If you go to our YouTube channel, you can check it out. And uh, 
I have like all these memories, all the session memories. It's pretty sick. I've been consistent too, like weekly, like putting out stuff, like making it a point to like film shit. It's pretty sick. So that was something that I like that that's been helping with like growing the brand. It's because it's all in one spot. It's a video platform, and you can add to it whenever you'd like. So just an idea. <laughs> I like that idea. Yeah, and seriously, some of these videos, Pat, when I go back in, like, ten years, it's probably going to make me cry, like, enjoy, because I'm, like, laughing at dudes. You know how awkward everyone is and how fucking funny shit happens when you're out in the streets all the time or going to parks, and, like, it just happens. If you do it long enough, you know, if you skate long enough, <laughs> you got to come out to the East Coast, uh, not to the East Coast, to where I'm at, up near Boston. Yeah, uh, we have we haven't gone up to Boston in a while. Well, let me, let me, uh, you guys should come for the contest we're having in November. We've had it the last three years. It's called the New England Am. And, uh, we have over 25 shops come each year and, uh, bring three riders each and they battle it out. We have a 14 and under, 15 and over. You already won that one, though, so don't worry about that one. <laughs> yeah, well, let me, speaking of practice, how come it seems like... Every time I get to age threshold to be in a master's division, they raise the age. Dude, I tried to I tried to enter the Tampa Pro um, contest, the TM contest, because I was like, you know, I, I do a I do a contest in New England. I work at a skate park as well. I started a brand. I sponsor dudes. I'm a brand manager for both these brands, World Industries too. I was like, maybe I can skate in that, and they kicked me out, dude, because I had a they I did one ollie, and they're like, you still have like legs. And I was like, well, what are you going to wait till I'm too old to have legs? Like, can I just not? Sorry. <laughs> wait, even that, right? Like, <laughs> think how sick that is, too. These guys are like, I feel like, I, you know, we all have friends that are like team managers and stuff. And I guess that changes. Some of these guys are like fucking ripping. Yeah, dude, so good. I didn't even want to win the thing. I didn't think I would win. I thought Ryan or like... Dude, um, Paul Zitzer always kills those things. Like, I just wanted to skate with those guys. That was my thing. I was like, well, two of my dudes are in the contest. I just want to skate with those dudes because they're, like, rippers. They are. They're killing it. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, that's another rad thing. About, there's so many rad things about skateboarding. Like, Linda, like now all like, these guys are, like, aging and, and seeing them, like, still get it. Yeah. Like, at, at any level is just... And reinterpret their own skateboarding with their age limitations. You know? It's sick. It's way sick. Because it gives me, like, fuel. Because I'm like, I want to be their age still doing it and, like, living a cool life and being happy and, like, skating, you know? So when you, whenever you see someone who's, like, older than you, it's like, yeah, hell yeah, they're crushing it, you know? It's a good example. You need those. Because it's, it's like being a kid again. Like, ain't none of those dudes going to get sponsored. Yeah. Like, gonna get any, get a photo on a magazine or anything, you know? Like, they're really back to just doing it because it's it's fun. Yeah. Okay. It really is just back to, like, where you start. Like, hey, let's go skate, guys. Okay. It's fun. You know? And that's it. Like, that's it. There's no more bullshit again. And it's, like, nice and refreshing to have that feeling again for me, at least. Yeah. I, I see that in a lot of guys when they have, like, little clips. And it's really fun, too, with, like, Instagram and stuff. Like, hey, and you can tell, like, if I post a skate photo, like, the homies are like, holy shit, like, fucking old man dragging the pool. <laughs> you know, like, whatever. It's like, but, like, I get so I'm like, oh, like, and, like, oh, I slap you to curb. Like, that's sick. Yeah, it's nice to know. It's nice to know others are shredding. Because they're doing well, usually, in life. They're shredding. It's fucking good to know. 
<laughs> yeah, you'll have to come up to my, my way anyways. Uh, we have a six skate scene, man. I'm like an hour from Boston. I'm uh, a half an hour from Providence. Both those cities have so many spots. And we have um, the Lynch Family Skate Park opened up in the heart of Boston. And it's under, it's right next to the Boston Garden, which blows my mind. Because people in Massachusetts love the fucking sports more than anything. And they built a skate park in the heart of the city next to the Boston Garden where the Celtics play. It's like insane but it's a good spot to warm up and then you can lurk into the city and like if you ever want to come down you're welcome dude i'll meet up and shred with you guys last time i was in boston was for work and it was a blizzard and i got stuck there yeah that'll <laughs> happen too i didn't bother i hung out with broderick nice bro's the man fuck yeah engaged. yeah that's awesome fucking sick i haven't been up to orchard in a while i wonder if they still have their ramp in there they had a ramp in the shop like, they have a nest ball thing. Yeah, fucking crazy. Another cool thing they do is they do a game of skate in a bar. <laughs> I don't know how they got the rights to that one, but good for them. Sounds <laughs> dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Just drinking in bar. Fucking bad combo. But it always is a good time. It actually, people kill it. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, we do um we do this contest up here. I live next to a skate park. It's called the it's called the Edge Indoor Skate Park. It's thirty thousand square foot indoor skate park. It's like ten minutes from my house. And uh I always see like footage of you and Westgate at. Yeah, that's the spot in the winters that we skate and Don Pierre's around and a lot of dudes that skate for the brands out here are shredding there and uh yeah, we do a contest there annually. Our fourth one's coming up in November and uh you guys should come shred fucking it's pretty epic we have an after party it's kind of it's like we model it after tampa you know like new england tampa basically it's fun yeah we what's that i got pee oh handle it i'll just talk no worries duncan take over yeah please do what's up <laughs> duncan how old are you uh just turned 26 fuck yeah how's that going i i went camping nice so that's sick <laughs> Because it's not his birthday anymore. I have to work again. Uh, what's your job? Uh, nothing right now. Oh. Sweeping for contractors. Oh, sweet. So you're good with the broom? Yeah. Nice. That's good. You gotta start somewhere. You gotta do, like, the grunt work. Learn to make sure you wanna uh, work. jobs, man. <laughs> well, have, have to pro... Have, I'm at now so I can have some fun. <laughs> yeah, here's the best advice I can give you. No one escapes work. Even when you get what you want, you still gotta work at it. So just get used to working. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty work forward. Uh, I just needed a break from it. Yeah, that's fine. You need, you need that negative space so you can appreciate work again. Month off work or school. Yeah, then that's amazing because you've been working hard. So <laughs> that's called celebrating. That's <laughs> that's all right. That's uh, I like celebration. <laughs> if you work hard all the time, you redline and you fucking crash. You gotta celebrate and relax. And then I tell people I go to the gym all the time, and they're like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, they have a spa, basically, a hot tub, a pool. Like I just go and float. I don't even fucking work out. <laughs> Skating's working out for sure for me so far." I used to love going, I had a gym near me in Portland, just, that way, just go and play. Nice. You know I mean? <laughs> like, it wasn't, it wasn't like, I'm gonna go work out, I was like, maybe I'll get in the pool, maybe I'll ride this, it was like, yeah, we're gonna ride this bicycle, watch TV, or, or like, try to go play basketball, but gosh, this is, I should stick to skateboarding. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hurt my shoulder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I'd like to pool. I'd like to pool a lot for just like low impact aerobics and just going hot to cold is great. That's my favorite. Hot to pool back and forth. And then you feel like you let your body rest a little bit. Get the fucking earth off of it basically, you know? You ever done a float tank? Either of you? I haven't. Dude. I talking about it the other day. You should. It's sick. It's pretty fun. It's like it's good just for you because you guys skate. Um, it's a salt bath for an hour. It's like 600 pounds of salt in just like 10 inches of water, and it's so buoyant that you float. So you basically get a salt bath for, for an hour. Just think about how many Epsom salt baths you take and, and like how good you felt afterwards. It's like an hour long. It's really, really good. My friend put too much Epsom salt in the bath the other day, and like, or like a couple months ago. He didn't know about yeah. this whole thing in it, and he's just... <laughs> Trying to get like super high blood pressure. Oh, fucked him up. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, all right. I was like, no, people drink a lot of water. Yeah, you get super dehydrated. <laughs> it's good though. It's good for your back too because you float for an hour. So it's like, when do you ever really get a float? I never sleep on a water bread. Maybe it's like that, but it's nice you to just float. Your back. Yeah. Because you actually like sink. You're not floating on it. You sink into it and like bend your. Shit all fucked up. Fucking pancake up in there. <laughs> the best part though is just not being a. You're just like away from the phone and technology for an hour. Do you go out into nature at all, Pat? Are you a nature man? Uh, yeah. I, I, think I, I haven't gone camping in, in this year, but. Oh, fuck. Went, 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 yeah, that's pretty crazy that you just up and went at it. I'm, I applaud you, and you're just hyped, huh? You're gonna make the best of it. You found a park, skate park? Yeah, there was there's this uh, island out there, and some BMX guy built like a hotel with a bowl, and then built like this crazy snake run moonscape out there. It's called like Blue Enigma. Holy shit! It sounds like paradise. I, it was fucking frightening to me, but I've seen people rip it. <laughs> <laughs> It was like what, like super downhill grain. I don't know. It's just it, but that was like beautiful to sit out in like some old farmland and on this island and overlooking like the like you would see turkey. Yeah, that's trippy. A G and C, you know. I don't know. It's the water, it's just beautiful color. Yeah, I like getting out in the nature and chilling and being quiet. Like my parents live out in the woods and stuff. So yeah, that's awesome. I need that more. I don't get that enough. I have a backyard, and we have a garden, and we got, like, some animals and stuff, but I need to get out into the deep woods, I think. <laughs> Just get lost out there for a little while. Be nice. You guys, I used to go out to the Adirondacks, and you could go camping, like, for, like, two or three days, like, hike in, and just nobody around. Never done that before. Pretty big thing. Just completely away from everything. Yeah, that sounds fucking sick. I've never done anything like that. The most I camped when I was little, but it was fucking fake ass camping for sure. Nothing like that. <laughs> RV. <laughs> Living in New York, like an RV is like bigger than your apartment. <laughs> like wow. Yeah, that's fucked up. I'm surprised that you're in your, you're in the thick of the city. I'm in uh, Williamsburg. I actually have a rad little two story house that I live in. Nice. How's it out there? It's pretty chill. Yeah, it's, I mean, I'm close to work, but I could bike to work if I wanted to. Huh. I could, I got all those parks I was saying, super close, I can go, I'm only a couple stops from Manhattan, 
Yeah. But for some reason, we need to go there. <laughs> and, yeah, we're actually close to the beach. I, t- I saw the banks is open again. Have you been over there? I haven't yet. I wonder. I wonder. Dude, I might go skate with Steve. If I go skate with Steve, I'll include you in the text, maybe if you're free. That would be sick. I just want to roll around and film with my camera and skate spots that Steve want to skate. If he, I know he'll bring me to some good curbs at the very least, you know? Yeah, we'll go skate some of the stuff that we used to skate. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. I want to push through the city with the, with the GoPro because I can just, like, get all that shit that... Like, I never really filmed that before. I was just skating it, you know? It'd be nice to go back and film it all. So I have the memories, so I have the memories, it'd be sick. Now your legs are long enough to push through the city? I know, dude, me, me though, remember Brandon? Brandon's board was like, forehead height. Like, it was... <laughs> he was so little. Crazy, right? He's still not even that tall, man, but he's like, oh my god, that guy's a beast. Dude, he's a full-on cranberry bogger. He bogs, he has seven acres of cranberry bogs. Didn't he build his own house and shit, too? He's built, like, a bunch of stuff on the property. I don't think he built the house, but he's built all his pump houses for his bogs, and he rebuilt all the fucking cranberry pickers, and, like, his garden. His garden inspired me to start a little one, but his garden's, like, fucking... Him and his lady crushed it on their garden. And, uh... Yeah, he's good. He's, like, a little... He's still, like, my little brother, but he's a full-grown dude, you know? Like, (laughs) it's weird. He's actually coming back from a trip soon. I'm going to try to get him on the podcast because we're going to talk about New Balance and how that happened and how he feels and so on and so forth because he doesn't ride for America anymore. Oh, why, why didn't he ride for America anymore? Just the money issue? I don't know. I just, when I talked to him, I was like, I was like, how long have you been skating for America? And I think he said like a decade or something. And I was like, how many parts? And he was like, I don't know. I was like, a lot. I was like, well, good job, dude. Like, that was sick, you know? But I haven't got him on the show to talk about it. But I will. I'm going to fucking give him the shit. Give him the rundown. Like, dum, dum, dum. No. I'll just ask him. <laughs> but, you know, you get, you get to a certain age, you kind of have to think about, you know, like, making your investment in your future. And that might mean, you know, an economic decision. If it doesn't conflict with why you do what you do, you know, and if it's not doing damage, then it's fine, you know. Like, to me, Brandon's, like, a great skateboarder, and he's, like, a good representative of skateboarder, and, you know. So, like, to me, I'm like, yeah, I'm happy for him, you know, like. But I've seen some people get it, and I'm like, whoa. (laughs) He needs to say, it's like, hey, I have a family, you know. Yeah, he does. He just had a kid, actually, not that long ago. Hey, it's different now, you know what I mean? I'm not, you know, he is, like... Like, $200 a month is great, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's a dude. That's hard, for sure. Yeah, he, he he's smart. Brandon's always been super smart. That's why I love Brandon. He's like my little brother. It's hard. When you find someone that you're like, this dude's going to try until he's gone and meet someone like that, you hang on to him. We were talking about that earlier. But, um, yeah, he's smart. He always, like, took all his checks and put them into his house, which was, like, really good. So he's trying to pay off his house, like, since he started making skateboard money when he got his house. I was like, that's a good move, dude. There you go. You know what I mean? It's not in vain. Some people drink it. Some people fucking gamble it. Some people, like, n- not everyone even gets that money, you know? But, like, some people do. Smart. Like, he, you know, like, I never thought about the future, which is a benefit and a, a curse at the same time, like, especially when you like, well, I'm still here. Ah, shit. <laughs> Damn it, I'm still here. Well, yeah. Do something else. It's fine, though, you know? Yeah. I'm doing shit out of my life. <laughs> <laughs> shit. 
when I, when I was younger, this might get a little real, but whatever. When I was younger, like, I lost my father when I was 13, and that, like, scared the fuck out of me. It showed me, like, the frailty of life, and I instantly started, like, thinking, like, oh, shit, because I never thought he'd be gone, you know? So I was like, it can just go. You can just, the ride could end, you know? Like, so then I, that was, like, half my issues coming up was, like, trying to deal with the fact that I knew that the ride could end at any second and, like, try to figure that out, you know what I mean? So I always thought, I thought a lot about the future, though, is I guess that's what I was trying to get at, is because I was always worried. I was like, I want to make sure, I want to try to figure out so it gets better if we're here, you know? Like, try to make it a little bit, a little bit better than it was, you know? It'd be nice. <laughs> Doing it, man. Trying, fucking trying. It's hard, dude. It's, like, so hard to grow up and change and grow. You're always growing up. What do, people, there's no grown-ups. We're, st- I'm still growing up. You just, if you're, if you're grown up, you're dead, you know what I mean? Like, you live to a hundred, appreciate that, or whatever it is. <laughs> you look at life, like, sort of like skateboarding, it's like, you would always learn, like, a new, a new life trick, new, uh, new line, you yeah. know, or something, and how you do it, you can always, like, find, find a new way to hit, hit, like, a life spot, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's just, it's, I mean, it's limitless out there, so... We can take our our attitudes about skateboarding and apply them to our lives. Really, we have the ability to grow and see and enjoy life in a, a in a really amazing way. Yeah, I'm th- I'm thankful. It's weird. Like, be a really good thing. Yeah. So- the best. <laughs> I know these talks end like that, and you're like, "Why? The, what? We're just making love to skateboarding the whole time. What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, but, like I hate it. I don't want to talk about. Well, hold on, we're gonna actually talk about. It. <laughs> oh yeah, let me talk. Let me let me ask you a tough question before we go. I'm gonna wrap it up in a minute, but let me ask you a tough tough question. All right. Okay. It might not be tough at all. Actually, I have two questions. All right. First one. Um, no kids. Would you ever have kids? Have you thought about that? I have a kid. You have? Uh, he'll be seven this year. Holy shit. Oh, Ellington Stoudemire. Nice, dude. Congrats. <laughs> seven years later. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's a, it's a little non-standard uh, situation, but, you know, it's, it, and that's actually like something that, that's awesome. That's growing. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That, that relationship is growing and stuff, so. That's awesome. My child support is also growing. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. It's awesome that I can, you know, that's a rad thing about living. Like, I can afford to pay for that. Yeah. Really fun. Yeah, that's a that's a burden a little bit, though. <laughs> a burden, it's a, it's a gift. Yeah. Yeah, that's a gift, for sure. You know, it's a gift to be able to provide for somebody. And it's yeah. a privilege. Nice. Yeah, I always am scared of, like, being, uh, it goes back to my beginnings, is, like, bringing life into the world is so terrifying. And we were kind of talking about earlier how, like, you had problems with alcohol and drugs and stuff. Like, did you think about having kids then, or did it just happen, or, and you just... I had my kid. What's that? That's when I had my kid, but I think that that started, that's one of the things that kind of probably brought me around eventually, but it keeps me a little focused on trying to do what I need to do and enjoy what I need to do. Ah, oh, that makes sense. That makes yeah. perfect sense. You brought, like, that's what I'm, the, the ultimate thing is, like, when you bring life in, it's almost like that's the, yours is almost second, you know, like, to that life, it almost seems. Yeah, and it's almost, 
like you know, you sponsor kids uh, through all you, all I need. You know, like yeah, the extension of that almost. Sort and, and it's cool. Like and when I was flipping out when I found out. My mom just said, like, people have been having kids for, like, billions of years, and it'll work itself out, you know? And so it's uh, I'm like, oh, shit, you're the first one. I got to figure all this stuff out. It's like, eh. Yeah. It could feel that way, I guess, if you don't really think about it, yeah. I never think about it. When I do think about it, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's like another project. It's just a really long-lasting project. <laughs> it's true. I wish more people approached it that way. <laughs> I've seen it go wrong. I've seen it go wrong quite a bit. <laughs> I mean, it's not a perfect science. Yeah, we're fig everyone's figuring it out, bro. <laughs> is there anything? Is there anything you've done? Is there anything you haven't done in skateboarding that you wish you've done? In any sense, <laughs> like tricks or like maybe? Did you ever want to pro shoot? Did you never get that video part? Did you ever put out an epic video part you're stoked on? Um, I, you know, looking back, I just really. I think I got lucky. I didn't get a pro shoe or any, like I just had a good list of sponsors. I had a good time and I'm still having a good time. Yeah. yeah. And still just boils back down to ride my skateboard. Yeah. Like, that's, that's all it is. Like, <laughs> and I, I'm still enjoying it and all the stuff I did in the past, they're, they're pleasant memories, but you know, it's also in the past. <laughs> yeah. You, ha you have to keep moving forward for sure. You know, and yeah, I get stoked when somebody recognizes me or acknowledges something I might have done. But it's <laughs> also, I can't do that shit anymore. <laughs> you know, I'm doing like, you know, I, I go to skate spots and I might have did something at before. I'm like, God damn it, I suck. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're being modest, dude. I can't wait to skate with you, though. We're gonna skate. We'll have to skate. Um, we'll skate with Steve, and um, I'll include you in the text for sure. We'll shred. Wait. Oh, here we go. Hold on, real quick, Pat. Last thing before we go. Did you ever skate for Pit Crew? Or how did you do? Yeah. How long's that shop been going, dude? I don't fucking. I was homies with them when one of the owners would sell boards out of his trunk. What? Drive around, and then they had, like, a little shop, and then, and then, like, under a different name, and then eventually turned into Pit Crew, and then that's been going forever. We, we might even, uh, they asked us to do a, a collab board or whatever, like a shop board. And then they're like, this is what we want, and we're like, no, fuck you, we're gonna do what we want. We'll give it to you. <laughs> yeah, like, here's our board. <laughs> Still, you know, still have the same attitude, I guess. <laughs> 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 Fuck yeah. Well, Pat, thank you, man. Thank you for coming on the show, man. Not, not, a, yeah, no worries, dude. I'm, I'm stoked. You always, you always seem like a real person to me, even though you seem like a bit of an asshole at times. <laughs> I've got, I've heard that plenty. <laughs> but I appreciate it, you know? Fuck yeah. Last thing before we go. I just want to say thank you for subscribing, rating, and reviewing my show. I read all the reviews, uh, and it's awesome. Thank you. And I appreciate the feedback, and I appreciate the suggestions for the guests, and uh, I'm really hyped to be a part of this thing with you, and let's keep this motherfucker rolling forever. Um, yeah, and thank you guys. And check out allineedskate.com and worldindustries.com 
for epic skateboard shit. Till next time. Peace.